0: Welcome, welcome to another episode of Launch By. I am your host, Chris Chai, and with me is my regular co-host, Brian Lee. Hello. This is a podcast where we talk about entrepreneurship in Singapore and other random things that interest us. In this show, we talk about chatbots. Are chatbots the future of human-computer interaction? Or is it just a pipe dream?
1: Yeah, so hey, Brian. Yes. How have you been doing? I'm good, I'm good. Recently, starting to look into chatbots. Looks quite yeah. cool and uh, it's kind of crazy right now in the valley. <laughs>
0: yeah, you and the entire tech scene, apparently.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think chatbots have kind of
0: exploded over the last few months, in fact. And um, you've been seeing a lot of interesting applications of it. Do you use any chatbots, Brian?
1: Uh, I only use, when when it first started uh, with Messenger, right? Hey, no, in fact, I started using chatbot with uh, Telegram. Uh, I use the the one that always helps me to find Alibaba deals. Oh, right. Um, okay. Yeah, they have one that scripts the uh, Alibaba sites. And um,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, each time there are new stuff uh, coming out, then they will send notification to you uh, on Telegram.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. So I guess I've only really used chatbots with Telegram. And um, after a while, I kind of stopped using it because mm-hmm. I didn't really have a regular use case where chat was the interface for me. Um, so, to me, I'm still a little bit skeptical. I've seen pretty interesting uh, applications of it, I guess. I've read about these applications. But at the same time, for me, it feels more cumbersome, more clumsy than having actual interface. So, yeah, this is going to be an interesting conversation.
1: Yeah, but uh, I think chatbot is also booming because uh, Slack is pushing a lot on the chatbot and they have... Uh, $80 million kind of like app store to uh, encourage people to build apps on to uh, Slack itself. And all of them right. are operating like chat, not exactly chatbots, but they are operating like bots. When Slack okay. something and something happened, right? Yeah.
0: So maybe let's talk about Slack for a little bit. What's yes. the difference between a chatbot and Slack and an integration in Slack?
1: Uh, for me, I'm not a uh exactly a uh Slack user. I, I use it to to, to join the uh, Golang group only mm. but yeah, yeah. uh inside there are some uh, integration that they added in. Uh for Slack application or Slack bots they call it uh, it's more of a utility thing. Uh okay. so rather for example uh you can do a slash uh Airbnb then you put uh-huh. your destination like Thailand and uh maybe then the Airbnb bot will actually throw in like three to five uh, recommendations on the Thailand uh, Airbnb place that you can book. Okay. Right, right. For chatbots, uh, it's more to the one that I can relate to is uh, the first messenger chatbot that was being introduced like a weather app. You go okay. in and you ask. Uh, so that it doesn't have any command. It's more of to... Hey, uh, hey, poncho, what's the weather now? Then poncho will reply, Hey, I don't even know where you are. Can you tell me where you are? So that's kind of like an interaction thing,
0: right? So it's a lot more um, natural language kind of interactions where you talk to the chatbot by, um, you know, in your normal human language, Mm. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so I guess to me. Doing that in chat form where you're typing out entire sentences to try and achieve your uh goal. Like we said, let's take the weather app. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, how's the weather now? But it has to ask you, like, okay, where are you? And you need to reply, Singapore. But maybe if you misspell Singapore, what happens if they can't understand it? I'm sorry, could you say that again? Yeah. So to me, the chat Interface is so freeform that sometimes you have to be able to handle um, the human error that comes with freeform. Whereas like if I'm talking to you as a human being, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Um, if I say uh, Sing or SG and all these things that we kind of really understand, um, our brains are able to tell immediately what is it that I'm referring to. But at the same time, can a chatbot do that? Or is it something that's a bit too free for it to understand?
1: I think this question, uh, uh, some of the startups, they are trying to uh, provide a solution to this, what they call machine learning or AI. But I still think that it is quite. Uh, there, there's a solution, but the solution currently is quite far apart. It's like, it is like Alexa. So if you tell Alexa uh, or rather Siri or this, it's like trying to make them understand Singlish. So to me yeah, if you are talking to me, I can understand your English, like, a, a S.G. Leigh, then I know, oh, you are in Singapore. But yeah, if you S.G. Exactly. to Poncho app, then it will tell you where is S.G. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it is kind of, it, it in
0: theory, it sounds really good. Uh, In theory, being able to very naturally say, okay, yeah, i Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me, but. When it actually comes to the implementation of it, mm-hmm. there are a lot more factors that you need to be able to take into account that makes a actual conversational UI work. But yeah. that's it, right? I think you kind of pointed out there are, there are other methods of handling this in a chat. There
1: interface. is. There is. Uh, so, so before we dive too deep, I just wanted to share a little bit uh, of the chatbot Uh, guide so that um, some of the listeners know. Uh, So there's no, like Chris and I say there's a crazy thing that's running about this chatbot bots thing. And uh, I think all started with uh, the first to start was Telegram, then Slack follow with uh, this kind of uh, bot stuff that provides utility to Mm -hmm. its app itself. Uh, Basically, a chatbot is like a service. Uh, Right now, mostly powered by rules. It's sort of like rule-based. Uh, people are saying that uh, it is possible to add artificial intelligence or machine learning to solve for a problem that Chris just mentioned, like having a chatbot to understand Singlish or the way you type. Uh, so, uh, right now, for example, in the states, uh, in the states, they have uh, Nordstrom is a retail. They call it Uh non as a retail, right? So instead of just going to their site, where it's like a Pinterest site where you can buy stuff, or e-commerce site where you can buy stuff, you can even go to their Facebook Messenger and start talking to them. Say, hey, uh, I would like to buy shoe. Then the app will ask you, okay, what kind of shoe you want? You say black. They will come out with three black ones. Then you tell them the size. Then they'll tell you where the size is available. Um, So it's like talking, but you uh, so how do I put it? It's like talking, it's like taxing. It's like texting where, where, like texting your friend. Right. So the value proposition here from them, or rather from a chatbot perspective, is that uh, there's no friction. That means you already know how to tax, and you're already taxing. There's no different for you to tax and buy stuff. Okay. Yeah, so that's one. So, uh, uh, so yeah. Go the, uh, the other one that I wanted to share is... Uh, why, why is the chatbot such a big opportunity? That's because uh, right now they say that the the, the common consensus is apps, or rather uh, application like iOS or Android is getting saturated. Like there are billions mm. or even thousands and thousands of apps. Well, what makes a person will download your next uh, Instagram like app? Or if we truly ask ourselves, uh, I'm sure the maximum you will be using is about 15 apps on your phone itself. And most of them are free and uh, they are mostly owned by the big tech giants. Uh, right. Yeah. My, uh, no, for sure. And I yeah. spend
0: most of my time really on the chat apps with my friends or with people that I need to communicate with.
1: Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's the other, that's the, the, uh, one, of the one last thing that I want to share is uh, most of us right, are treating the messaging app more like social network. Because you you, you Mm. share... Like, for example, we have a group and I share less on Facebook and I share more stuff within the group with you all to share thoughts and we talk through in that Telegram group that we have, right? So it's more like... So more like a social network uh, itself and most of the things even now you know uh, like my friend property yeah. agent they are also using whatsapp okay. as a group to uh, share their property leads and all now we are working mostly on chat apps itself or rather we are in a uh, platform like telegram wechat line yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> messenger like i have right. seven different chat apps on my phone just to Talk to different uh, people, and of course, uh, because different apps has with uh, different domains that they uh, they are strong in. For example, I need to use Line because the Taiwanese always use Line. So my suppliers yeah. are from Taiwan. I need to right. use it to communicate with them. Uh, yeah. WeChat, you cannot avoid not using WeChat if you have something to do with uh, the Chinese in uh, China. I mean, if your mm-hmm. supplier yeah. is in China, you need to use WeChat with them. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So. Yeah so that's, that's the big opportunity, that's what uh, the chat bots are about and uh, today we are here to discuss uh, all about this. Yeah no
0: I think that makes a lot of sense that a lot of the times um, we spend most of our our digital time in messaging apps or some form of platform or social network and that makes sense because that's the easiest way for us to communicate um, and also it makes sense for all these interfaces to so try and be part of that uh, natural part of all daily digital lives. So the question then to me is, if chat is such a good place to be, um, why does it feel a lot more inefficient to try and get things done through a chat app than it is to go to a website and click on a couple of buttons?
1: I would say that uh, although I, I I've been reading a lot and uh, I look into a lot about the chat ad or rather bots, right? Uh, uh-huh. I still think that it can only be used for those mundane stuff, but not those right, right. complex stuff. Uh, complex yeah. stuff you still need to have a decent app application to yeah. do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So to me, the number of tabs that I need to type in a message like, uh, "Hey Siri." uh how's the weather today versus like click on the weather icon and then i take a look at it. That's a lot more taps than tapping a button,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Fact, so... In fact someone was uh I saw a recent article, right? Someone was saying, uh why do I have to bother or why do I consider using the poncho, the weather app, like go in and ask so many questions when I can just say, Okay Google, weather yeah, yeah, then it will tell me yeah, everything exactly. about the weather. So um, I think really needs to find value uh, uh-huh. uh, in using the the bots itself. Um, right. In certain mundane stuff like maybe I could think of like uh, booking a facility might be an easy one. Or um, if you have a if you have a certain commander. Uh, Uh, Mm. to use it will also be good. Right. So
0: I think one of the things I feel is that the keyboard as an input interface um, Mm. is not the best way to do a lot of things. Uh, So think of it as, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the command line interfaces that we used to have like in the 80s and the 90s, right? Uh, Everything was done through there, where instead of clicking around on your screen, you would type things like CD, space, and your folder names and things like that so it worked exactly the same way as how you would navigate your folders nowadays but you had to do everything by keyboard because there wasn't a mouse there wasn't a pointer and are we going back to that kind of interface from going to touch into command line stuff why why are we regressing back into the old style of interfaces
1: actually it's like irc right
0: i never really
1: used irc actually but it's kind of like IRC, where you go in, you do, uh, what, h sex location, they call it, what, ASL. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> wow, I don't know what you're doing on IRC, Brian, but, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's, IRC was a kind of case where, after a while, you, you memorized what the commands were, you uh, could type in things like, uh, slash join, slash invite, things guess- that you, memorized, and these are all commands, and it works because that was purely a text-based interface, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't intuitive at all. Mm, True. And what they're saying now is that these chat interfaces are very intuitive, but I really disagree because in order to do like complex or even simple things, um, it's no longer just one touch to do it. It's, I need to remember what to say to Alexa or what to say to Pontro in order for me to get what I want.
1: Mm. So, right now the how how are they put it the uh the people trying to solve this are uh, they are trying to use again the machine learning and the logic right now, but then artificial intelligence takes time to build i mean yeah uh, exactly. it's so right now, if you go into the Poncho app, it will still not understand you. Uh, it will still need time. Like for example, Google took a long time to learn about text analytics for their search and whatever things yeah. they have. Right? It's going yeah. to take a long time for bots to uh, build up their artificial intelligence to actually understand like what uh, the different types of text they are texting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: if, if I think about it, if I can ask what's the weather, or I can ask is it raining, is it hot, how hot is it outside? You know, there's, there's so many different ways for me to ask the same thing. Yeah, but I I actually think that chat interfaces with just a keyboard is really hard to use. But you pointed out that. Um, WeChat does it in a very different way, right?
1: Oh, WeChat. WeChat is like the godfather of bots. Yeah. Uh, example will be uh, uh, their they what, what oh, pizza booking, which is KFC. Mm. Uh, so what they go in is, it's also like a bot. You go in, you tell them you want to, there's uh, some, uh, so you go in and say hi, then the bot will have their, uh, the menu will come out. Not the pizza menu, but the menu of instruction. It's like SMS. Then it will tell you one is for uh, booking right. pizza, two is for booking KFC, uh, the fried chicken. Then three is for status. Then so four it's like the shopping.
0: it's like the bank uh, automated telephone answering thing which is very repetitive.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that that they cut it to very short. So for example, let's say you press one. The moment you press one, right? The next uh-huh. screen that comes out. It's actually a web view. And that web view uh, has a lot of pizza icons. That means the Hawaiian, the seafood. Then uh-huh. after that, you tap on the seafood. Then the next thing is how many of it sent to where? What time make payment? That's the yeah. That, okay.
0: yeah. that That makes a lot of sense where uh, suddenly your chat is not just a chat, right? But it is just a way for you to bring up the interface that you want. So what I imagine is kind of like... Um, like, let's take booking the court as an example, right? Mm. Um, I will say, uh, hey Alexa, help me book the tennis court. And then the next thing that it asks is not, um, when do you want it? It's, it says, when do you want it? And then it displays a calendar. Yeah. And then I just need to tap on the day that I want it. I can swipe left, I can swipe right to go from month to month, mm-hmm. or week to week, and then I just need to tap the date. And then uh, the next prompt that she goes is, what time? Then it's like, uh, it suggests a time, or it suggests a list of times where it's available.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, so that would mean that I can just hide the keyboard already, I don't need to keep typing to Alexa, I just need to select the options that she is presenting me. And th- that would be amazing, because then suddenly I don't have to search for the website, I don't have to go to the booking tab, I don't have to sign up or click through anything, It's it becomes very natural. Uh,
1: I think all this also becomes uh, easier also. Besides it's natural, mm. it becomes easier because uh, it doesn't need to understand the different text you're typing. Like, Correct. you would like, uh, I would like a Hawaiian pizza, please. Or you have some sort of slang, right? All these are avoided through the yeah. use of like uh, a UI or rather a button. I'll call it yeah. all these a the button. Yeah.
0: So I guess part of it is, uh, it's a bit of a design philosophy thing where you don't want the user to think too much. You don't want them to memorize commands. You don't want them to... Um, you know, do the kind of uh, okay. This is where I need to find the instruction, or this is the exact command that I need to type in. The format that I need to type in in order for it to understand me. Mm. If you give them a guided experience, then it becomes amazing. Then it becomes intuitive.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I and think... if they can pull it off, that's that's how I think chat will become a very good interface to interact with. Uh
1: definitely. I think uh, in a certain way. Uh, because of the wide reach of WeChat, right, and uh, the way they does this, um, they managed to put it off, like, Right, off in, in China itself, and a lot of uh, facilities or services right now runs inside WeChat. I think a lot of uh, platform players, they, uh, the Facebook Messenger, the Telegram, Slack, or whatever not, they hope they. Uh, actually, Slack is different. Slack is like B two B. They more focus about command. They are more to IRC style, because the people using it already know what the command represents. Yeah, when we talk about about chat bots, we are talking more about uh, personal or rather like B2C kind of style, where you just talk to the uh, app itself. And uh, like Messenger or Telegram, they will try to follow what uh, WeChat is doing. Uh-huh. Uh Uh, currently right now in this space I think taking reference from taking reference from uh, WeChat is definitely the way to go but I also think that along the way if we are able to pick up or rather the artificial intelligence or the machine learning is able to pick up and become more efficient like yeah. how Google now is serving us right now telling me when to board the bus when to take the train uh-huh. uh it will be even and more awesome experience, uh, because if it can text, if I can text Singlish or to to an app, it will be so short, like Singapore yeah, now yeah. Uh, hot question mark, and if it's able to answer. <laughs> it will be less than even ten taps, but for that to happen, the the machine learning must be super strong, or rather, it must yeah, be super smart. Yeah. yeah, so I think I agree.
0: There are kind of three things that need to happen before a chat becomes. Um, really part of our day-to-day life. It has to be able to uh, understand the slangs and the kind of machine learning things that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to have context. It needs to know um, as much information about us as possible to make the right decisions Mm. based on the machine learning that you were talking about as well. And then the third thing is that the interface needs to be intuitive. It cannot remain as the command line thing that we've yeah we've been dealing with so far so yeah i think we are definitely making progress on all the fronts and i've seen some very interesting applications of it but it's it's still quite early on and uh it's still very exciting to see how people try to solve all these problems so yeah definitely really cool
1: there's one thing that i like to know uh uh, hear your opinion uh. so right now Mm. one of the one of the top process about this kind of bots, right, is saying that, hey, you no longer have to download an, another iOS app. You no longer need to download another Android app. Right, right. You know, what you need to do is to you know, just check with this person or just check with this bot itself. But uh-huh. do you think that uh, the argument that you are already used to texting mm-hmm. Uh, can bring over to... You you can be used to taxing for services or utility. That means, do you think uh, this thing can actually carry over? This this, uh, argument that... uh, Because I... I'm like 60, 70, 30 actually because um, in, in local scene, in local scene. So, for example, if I try to bring this, uh, let's say I create a shopping site and I go to okay. people right now and I implement the WeChat interface where there are buttons and making it uh, beautiful with the pictures so that they can choose easily. Uh, do you think local or do you just, let's just talk about Singapore? People are able yeah. to accept okay.
0: this. Yeah, no, I think so. I
1: think it just needs
0: to be easy enough for people to understand how to do it. You're more likely to be, um, hey, okay, let me just message this number Mm -hmm. or this bot, um, which I can find very easily in the chat app that I'm already using, Mm -hmm. versus, uh, okay, let's go to this app store, find this app, download it, wait for it to download, open it, sign up, and carry on. Mm Yeah. It's so <laughs> it, Yeah, the barrier, the barrier to downloading an app and using it has always been a huge problem for people who want um, consumers to adapt their apps. Oh, and yeah. if you're already part of the messaging app, the barrier is much much lower. Mm. So okay. So this this is for very simple applications, huh? but there are also some cases where if you need the context of the people or information about the person, then that might be a little bit more complex and uh, have. You have to have put have to put in a little bit more thought, um, but I would say if I'm queuing up in front of a restaurant and I can just message and say like, "Hey, uh, queue me up for this store."
1: Oh yeah, that, huh? uh. yeah, that
0: that would be amazing because then I don't have to download the store's app. I don't have to like uh, sign in for Facebook and all that. It makes it so much easier because I'm already a messenger. It knows who I am. I've specifically messaged this guy, so it's like calling a reservation number.
1: Right? Mm, but instead of calling, it's just uh, it's like texting, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: And that could be an incredibly powerful way for chat to become accepted as the interface to interact with these systems. Mm. Yeah. So I think, I think there's a lot of potential, and um, we're just only seeing how to apply it right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm, I, I see it from your way. So yeah. it just needs to be implemented in a correct, you experienced manner, because uh, right now using the command line is suitable for us, <laughs> but it's not suitable for the real true end user. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Cool. Any final thoughts on this topic, Brian?
1: Final thoughts. Uh, yeah, I think everyone should start reading into chatbots or. Or at least I am right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, you got me excited too.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe we can uh, in the next episode we can come back with an uh, ideal each on. Uh, for example, like I will truly like give you one week's time to think. Sure. Uh, what will you? What kind of board, right? Will you implement in your in the FMBs? Beside the coding one, yeah, it's sure, quite
0: sure. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. Almost like a hmm,
1: actually, and and, and, and uh, the last the last thing I want to share is uh, so in fact, if you have basic programming knowledge, right, mm. you can do all a yeah. bot easily because you only need to serve the uh, uh, do the backend part. Not that yeah. you have to pay a. little Not that you do not have to pay attention to UI, you have to, Mm. but uh, a lot of focus is on the back end. But there's another thing that uh, I found out there's another service called ChatFuel, C H A T F U E L. Uh So uh, you can build a Facebook Messenger app just Mm. by dragging, drag and drop like a flow chart. Wow, okay. But they're a YC company, yeah. So different, yeah. (laughs) So yes, uh, so if if any listeners have time and they don't want to do programming but they want to step into this space, they can actually explore chat view
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, so I guess that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, yes. Brian, where can we find more about you?
1: You can find more about me on Twitter at L-E-E-T-U-C-K-S-I-N-G.
0: You can find me on Twitter as well at A-N-T-T-Y-C. Uh, you can find more of our episodes at uh, www.launchbyte.com I think it is still there yeah it's
1: still there I'm going to have SSL soon
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, we'll probably be um, making a few changes to it I suppose Brian and I definitely want to do this a lot more often now mm -hmm. Um, things are freeing up times freeing up a bit more so definitely always fun yeah okay cool. cool so I guess that's pretty much it thank you guys so much for listening and we might catch you next week
1: bye bye
0: bye